So today I actually wanted to talk about something a little bit deep, not, not too deep I hope, but something a little bit deep. It's something that I always think about a lot. Um, it's about what my calling is in life. What am I here to do? <laughs> I've thought about this often, certainly as I've got closer to the ministry, it's become more obvious and as I've gone through various things in my life, I've often wondered what it is I'm here to do and how I know I'm here to do it. How do we know? What, what is it that gives us the evidence that, you know, we, we are here to do what we're supposed to do? And are we doing the right thing? We often ask ourselves, like, are we in the right career? We ask ourselves these questions. Are we doing the things we're supposed to be? Are, are, am I helping the people I'm supposed to be helping here? What purpose am I serving on this earth? And so these are really big questions, and I don't intend to answer it for every single one of us, but I'm hoping to give us the ability to answer it for ourselves, right? I'm hoping to give you the tools so that you can start to look at it for yourselves, figure out why you're here, how the Lord can maybe speak to you and figure out what you're supposed to do, not just for your job, but for, for Him as service to the Lord. And so I want to take a really good example, I think, of this moment from the Old Testament in 1 Samuel chapter 3. Um, this is a, a book of Samuel. It's written, um, the, the first part of it concerns the prophet Samuel, who gets dedicated to the Lord at a very young age. He gets given over to the, the priesthood, and they say, raise him and give him a place here. In fact, his mother couldn't have children, and she was struggling with this idea, and she went to the Lord and prayed to him. And the priests thought she was drunk at first when she was praying so deliberately and so honestly about this moment. And it actually tells me something. It's very difficult to recognize what's going on in somebody's heart. Right? What it tells me is it's sometimes difficult to see what sincerely is going on in the inside, regardless of what the outside looks like. And so this Eli told her, well, you need to quit the drinking, is basically what she he said, because she was praying so earnestly. And she, and she explained to him what was going on. And she ended up having a prayer answered. And because her prayer was answered so specifically and deliberately, she gave Samuel to the Lord as an offering back to the Lord. And I'm going to be reading from 1 Samuel chapter 3. I'm going to read the entire chapter and then we'll kind of dive a little bit into it. I'll explain if anything doesn't make sense. I'll explain it as we go in a moment. So 1 Samuel chapter 3 reads like this. And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days. There was no open vision. And it came to pass at that time when Eli was laid down in his place and his eyes began to wax dim that he could not see. And ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was and Samuel was laid down to sleep. The Lord called Samuel and he answered, here am I. And he ran unto Eli and said, Here am I, for thou callest me. Talking to Eli, you called me. And he said, I called not. Eli saying, no, I didn't actually call you. <laughs> Lie down again. And he went and lay down. So Samuel thought he heard the voice of the Lord, went and ran straight to Eli. Eli said, That wasn't me. Go and lay down. Stop bothering me. Okay. Verse 6. And the Lord called yet again Samuel. And Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And he answered, I called not my son, lie down again. Okay, verse seven. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. I'm gonna stop right there for a brief second because it's important to realize here, Samuel is destined for greatness. But at this point, Samuel doesn't know it. Samuel's destined for a really impactful 
prophetic life dedicated to the Lord, but he has no idea that's going to happen to him yet. He has no clue. So what is happening at this moment is that the Lord is calling to Samuel, but he doesn't recognize the voice of the Lord. And in fact, the way he interprets what's being called to him is that it must be Eli, which tells me a lot about the voice of the Lord. It should tell us all of something about the voice of the Lord. Sometimes it doesn't sound like the thing we assume it's going to sound like when the Lord is actually calling us to do something. Like you might mistake it for the voice of your wife. I've had conversations where I've been speaking to somebody and I know clearly in my heart that the Lord is speaking to me through them. Like you hear the voice of the Lord in different things that help you understand where you are. But sometimes we mistake what the voice of the Lord, sometimes it goes the opposite direction, where we hear the voice and we assume it's somebody else's voice, but it's really the Lord speaking to us the whole time. <laughs> so it's here now I'm here to tell you that sometimes the voice of the Lord doesn't sound the way you assume it might sound. <laughs> so I'm asking you first now to be open to the idea that the voice is not going to, it might just come out, in a, it may come out in the voice of your children. It may come out in the voice, but it's really the Lord trying to get a connection with you and get, your, your, get you to be open. Let me keep reading and I'll dive back into this again. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, and the Lord yet again, Samuel, in verse 7, Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. And the Lord called again the third time, and he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. <laughs> One of the things I absolutely love um, growing up, um, actually, I, I love it now, I didn't grow, love it growing up, was the fact that older folks seem to have a better connection with their understanding of spirituality than I did, yes. right? I didn't always understand that, um, but they helped me draw closer to the Lord because they'd already had a relationship with Him. And so when I was growing up, I thought the only thing I was going to be was a musician. I thought that was it. That's my calling. That's actually maybe another thing we need to talk about here is that you may have more than one calling, but I'll get to that in a second. But I thought the only thing I was supposed to be in my life and in my spiritual life was a musical help to others. Help them sing, help them preach, help them with whatever they're doing. But the truth is, it took somebody else coming into my life who had a bit more, a better angle on the whole thing to tell me, hey, actually, there's more to your life than the thing you're doing. So Samuel had been presented to the priesthood and we thought all Samuel was supposed to do was help Eli, be a nice help to him. But he was called to do so much more and Eli, once he realized that there was something supernatural going on, something spiritual going on, he said to, to, to Samuel, I want you to go back. And look what Eli said. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, go, lie down, and it shall be if he call thee, that thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth thee. So Samuel went down and lay down in his place. So what is his instructions to Samuel? Is go back to where you, whatever you were doing before and wait. There's a lot of things I need to pull out of this and I hope I remember them all. But the first thing I want to pull out of this is the fact that Samuel told him to go back and wait for the voice again, which tells you something about the voice of the Lord. It's not like he's trying to hide from you. <laughs> it's not like he's gonna say it once and take off and you gotta go search and hunt for him. 
Samuel's telling, uh, Eli's telling Samuel, be patient and go back to where you started from. Let's be patient with the voice of the Lord and us being ready to hear the voice of the Lord. Let's be patient and go back to the place where we think we heard it and wait. There's no shame in waiting to hear from the Lord. <laughs> There's no shame in not understanding it. That's the other thing, because if, if, if what we know about Eli is correct, he's one of the greatest prophets we see in the Bible. One of the greatest. The Lord works through him in a variety of miraculous ways. He's also the, 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 the prophet that brought David to be king, right? He's also the, one of the best prophets. There was a huge gap between the kings of Israel and the judges of Israel, and he sits there as one of the, the bright lights in the middle of this transition. And so Samuel, so Samuel has got all these things, but he still, in all this, he misses the voice of the Lord. And that's what we do sometimes. The Lord has something for us to do. Maybe it's not to preach like I'm preaching here. Maybe it's just to show a bit of charity to somebody. They're send, he's sending you into somebody's life so that you can be an assistance to them. But when you heard that voice, you thought it was something else. So instead of responding to that voice in your head, and I'm not talking about hearing voices out the cloud, there's actually very few opportunities we see that in the scripture. We see that in Matthew when Jesus, um, Jesus is, is revealed as the Son of God. A voice from heaven speaks. But the voice of the Holy Spirit can just be a voice to you. Speaking in your thoughts, speaking in situations you find yourself in, and it's telling you, you need to go help, you need to be an assistance, you need to show charity, you need to show love. But we mistake the voice, and instead of going and saying to the Lord, here I am, what we tend to do is go to a source that we think it might be the voice. And we miss, we miss the fact that the Lord is speaking to us. Now, the voice to Samuel just sounded like a voice, which tells me either it was in the voice of Samuel, or he just heard a voice and assumed it was, sorry, he was in the voice of Eli, or he heard a voice and assumed it was Eli, right? Which tells me that the voice of the Lord just sometimes sounds like just everything else going on in our lives. But our patience, we have to sit, listen, and be attentive and available to realize that the Lord is speaking to us. The other thing to take from this is that the Lord isn't in a hurry. <laughs> the Lord's, we think we need to get our destiny and our purpose immediately now, but the Lord is, is, is speaking Samuel, Samuel, calling him patiently, repeatedly, and he's just waiting for, for Samuel to be in the right place to hear it. <laughs> My voice today is speaking to all of you. Some of you are going to get it, some of you are not going to get it. I didn't get this scripture when I heard it, when I read it a few weeks ago. Didn't get it. I got it this morning, actually. I got it that I needed to be patient in hearing the voice of the Lord, that sometimes I don't, I miss what it is to hear the voice of the Lord because I'm looking for some lightning and thundering and a mountain and fire and brimstone. And it doesn't necessarily come like that. It just sounds like old Eli. It just sounds like my wife talking to me. It just sounds like my friend giving me some advice. But in fact, if I patiently wait where I am and listen carefully, I can hear the voice of the Lord for what it is. So when you're in a position to wait and hear the voice of the Lord, you have the opportunity to respond to the voice of the Lord. That's the next part. We're going to dive down a bit more. Verse 8. And the Lord called 
Samuel again the third time and he arose and went to Eli and, Eli, and said, here am I, for thou didst call me. And Eli perceived, that's the part I love, Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Yes. That's why sometimes it's important to kind of talk to people who have been around this walk, this spiritual life, a bit longer. Because sometimes as young people, as, as, I'm saying young, I'm not young anymore. As young people, we sometimes, we sometimes miss the voice of our destiny and our purpose. And we often think it's just me thinking this. And really, I, I, and I can't tell you the amount of times I've picked up a phone, called somebody or texted somebody just to tell them, hey, I just had this thought in my yes, mind yes. and I'm just praying for you. Yes, and I'm just thinking about you. Oh, here's, uh, you know, it's, you, you give them some money or you give them whatever you think the need might be, yes. whatever it is, right? You, you give of your, yourself to that person only to hear this is what I needed to hear. This was the moment I was in. I'm so grateful you reached out to me. I'm so thankful. Have you ever had that happen to you? I've come to the conclusion that the Lord was speaking to me, but I just thought it was just plain old me. And I thought, nah, don't worry about it. Now I'm looking back at my life and saying, what opportunities have I missed to show love to somebody that the Lord was speaking to me? And I should have got back to my place and waited earnestly for that voice to speak. This is an act of faith, saints. <laughs> this is an act of faith. Let me keep reading. Verse 9, Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be, if he call thee, that thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. This is also a thing about, I say about patience in the moment. You don't have to rush to get back. To the, you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to dig and find the Lord is waiting there, waiting for an opportunity to speak to you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and we just need to be open to give him that opportunity. Amen. So he told him to go lie down. He didn't tell him to go to the temple and start a prayer. Just tell him to go back and do what you were doing the whole time. And we have to be patient that sometimes where we are is where the Lord wants us to be until we are listening in the right way and in the right way that, so he can get us to move in, the, in, in a way that, he, that helps him. And the Lord said to Samuel, Behold, I will do a thing in Israel. Sorry, at verse 10. And the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak, for thy servant heareth thee. The only difference between the first time, the first three times that the Lord spoke and this last time, the only difference in this whole thing is that Samuel was open to the idea that this might be the Lord. Yes. He was open to the idea that this actually might be the Lord. And it started with Eli, who actually wasn't doing that great a job as a priest, if I'm honest. If we look back at the first couple of chapters of Samuel, he wasn't doing a great job of a, as a priest. And in fact, Samuel was the person coming to replace Eli. But he did have enough sense to know it's not me talking to this kid, but there might be just the Lord speaking to this kid. So he goes and lays back down and he hears the voice of the Lord and he says, this time I'm willing to do what you ask. So that tells me to my final point here, is that sometimes the thing standing between us and our purpose <laughs> is just us not being available, us not listening, us not being accessible. When in, I was reading, just as I was getting prepared for this morning, I was reading, I just happened to go back and read Matthew chapter four, 
where Jesus was calling the disciples and he called in fact if I can just turn there real quick can you can you find that for me Matthew chapter 4 it was interesting to me um, verses 18 through 21 uh, verse 22 excuse me verse 18. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. Right. And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. And going on from thence, he saw the other two brothers, and what the connection I'm trying to make here is that even though they were doing their own thing yes, they recognized their destiny because they recognized the voice of the Lord and they said straight away, I'm working, I'm doing what I am in place. Yes. Remember, Samuel, remember Eli says to Samuel, uh, went and lay down in his place. He was doing what he was supposed to do, but he was open to the voice of the Lord. These disciples were right where they were supposed to be, fixing boats, fishing. That's exactly what they were supposed to be doing. But they were open to the idea that maybe the Lord has called me to do something. This may, in fact, be the voice of the Lord I'm hearing in this man that's just walked up to me. They were open to this idea. And so what I'm wondering at this moment is, what is the Lord calling me to do? And what have I just assumed it's just old Eli talking? I've just assumed it was the old guy that was just there talking. Really? It really actually hit my heart in a way that made me think back of some of the, the opportunities I've missed. I remember one opportunity I missed where somebody was looking to me for assistance because they were not doing well, they were on the street, and I missed the opportunity to help them. And it's something that has bothered me ever since. Now I'm very open, I try to make sure I'm listening to see how I can assist somebody. Right? I had removed the possibilities that it could be the Lord pushing me in a particular direction to help somebody. So today, as we go away today, and I'm not asking you to fly off the handle and go do everything that's in your mind to do. I'm asking you to with patience sit and ask yourself what it is that the Lord is asking you to do. You now have a template in order to, to, to figure out. You don't have to run after every opportunity. The fact is that the Lord, when he's speaking to you, will patiently and deliberately repeat his message that I need you to do something for me. So when you have that inclination, that unction to call a friend who might be in distress, go ahead and call them. With confidence, go through and call them. When you have that inclination that somebody may be in trouble and you can be the person who assists, go ahead and be that assistance. The word of the Lord and the voice of the Lord may be helping you. The chapters actually began, this chapter actually began with this idea and the ch uh, that um, and the child Samuel ministered unto them the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days, meaning it was rare. Yeah. We had got to the point where the impact of the Lord's word were considered rare. In this instance, precious means rare. 
it's rarely there. We'd got to the point where it was difficult to find the voice of the Lord. That's because people were doing what Samuel was doing at first. Instead of following the voice of the Lord, they were going to their old habits. They were doing the things that they were normal and used to. Whereas we need to be, make sure that we are being patient and listening to the voice of the Lord. The end of this chapter, I'm just going to jump down the end of this chapter. And the Lord appeared again um, at verse 21, it says, And all of Israel from Dan, even to Beersheba, knew that Samuel was established to be a prophet of the Lord. So what happened by the start of this chapter, it was rare and precious to see the word of the Lord. By the end of this chapter, because Samuel had finally started listening to the voice of the Lord and recognizing that it was his voice, we go from rarely hearing the word to hearing it from Dan all the way down to the south. Right? So your gift is going to open up other things for people as well. The thing I mentioned at the start, and I'm going to take my seat, the thing I mentioned at the start is also, be open to the idea that you may have more than one calling, more than one gift. You may be a good singer today, but that may be not what you all are going to do. Be open to the fact that it could be something that you do for a little season, that you can do more for a little while. But just be open. Sit patiently in place and let the Lord speak to you. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of this word.